This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, let's get you to the G-Bag of the Day as quickly as possible here. Eight minutes to the G-Bag of the Day. Welcome into the G-Bag Nation on a Thirsty Thursday. Great to have you in. What's going on with college football? Is this is this bad news for college football? I, I think it is. I think this is a sign that college football better go ahead and start figuring some stuff out here. Otherwise, they might be getting left at the altar. Just retire. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know that you want to hang them up entirely, but, uh, you know, there's there might be something something fishy going on here. Segment's brought to you by the Frankels. Uh, if you or a loved one has been in an accident, Frankel and Frankel are the go-to attorneys for car and truck wrecks in DFW. Frankel and Frankel, uh, contact them for a free consultation at truckwreck.com or call 214-333-3333. And, uh, yeah, man, we, we see... Well, you had Harbaugh. You know, Harbaugh wins wins the natty, and of course he wants to get out of Dodge because he's going to get sanctioned, and so that one makes some sense there. Uh, and he got the fatty, fatty boomba from the Chargers. I mean, what did he get, 80-something million for four or five years? So good for him. But the one that we saw yesterday is Boston College head coach Jeff Halfley. That's not a name that means anything to you, uh, but he is now the defensive coordinator for the Packers. So he's a head coach one day in college football, Boston College, and then, boom, all of a sudden, nah, I'd rather be the defensive coordinator for the Green Bay Packers. And, and there's some, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll discuss some of the things about this guy a little bit later, um, but because there's, there's a lot to like about this dude. If you're, if you're a Packers fan, I think you're feeling really, really good about this hire, as good as you can feel about the unknown nature that is coaches and whether or not they're going to be good. You have no idea. But there's a track record for this guy that's like, okay, Cowboys, maybe take a page out of the Packers book. You go go identify somebody who's got a track record for being awesome, even if his name's Jeff Halfley and nobody knows who he is. Uh, but I just, I just think it's interesting to see a head coach I know it's college football, but a head coach in college football willing to say, yeah, I'll punt on being a head coach so that I can just go be a defensive coordinator. I get the step up college football to NFL, but I don't I just don't feel like that's something we see all that often. We're like a like a power five conference head coach says, no, I'd rather just go be a coordinator in the NFL. He was going to get fired after this year. He was done. So he, he's staying. He's ahead of the they're 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 after him at Boston College. Okay, that okay, that helps. I, I didn't mean to rain on your. Oh, no, six no. and five, six and six, yeah. and then uh, just three and nine. Yeah. and you're also dealing with the headache of having to recruit. And then if you're oh, in no, Boston there, College, there, there are a lot of things that you're saying that are absolutely true. Because that's what I'm talking about but, with but the, the new the new he, status of college football. I feel like he, these coaches yeah. might be like, forget well, this dude. Deion Sanders, uh, when he had a head coach, it was a head coach at his offensive coordinator, and well, for the life of me, I need to figure out the guy's name. Uh, that was he was the head coach, I believe, at Kent State or Toledo, one of those Mac schools. It was Kent State. I remember. And then he yeah. came. He went from Kent State to being the OC at Colorado, and now just got the San Diego State job. 
is uh, is what happened. So he was, and he got demoted during the season. You know, and then Pat, mm. Pat Shermer got Pat to Shermer call. Pat going to be the OC. Yeah, Pat now. Shermer yeah. got to be the, the OC. Former head coach in the league. Yeah, so, you know, that, but, but, uh, but the story with Jeff, if you talk to people in college football in that area. He was just getting ahead he, of the inevitable firing. He was getting ahead of the firing, yeah. He was, he was, he was, they, they had, they had even kind of talked to him about you better kind of a, kind of a Mike McCarthy kind of a thing. This is it. You better get it going. That kind of deal. So he said, all right, cool. But he does have an NFL background. Yeah, he does he have does. an NFL background. But though. I do think this is something that you might see happen more. You know, outside of your top programs, uh, I do think some of these schools like a Boston College, you know, you can name one that's not the your premier Ohio State's, Michigan's, Texas's. But there is a, a headache now where you're having not only to hit the recruiting trail, recruit your ass off, but now let's say I get a freshman, I play him his first year, he's awesome, now I've got Alabama. LSU, yeah. Texas, A&M, they're all knocking on my kid's door like, here's a six-figure NIL deal, and I lose them. Yeah. So there are stresses and hassles now, to your point, in college football being a head coach at a Boston college or a Villanova or a Temple or whatever school you want to put in there that, hey, if the NFL comes knocking and I can be a defensive or offensive coordinator and maybe jumpstart my career to the pros, I'm probably going to say F it. I'm taking that job now. Yeah, I think we'll probably start to see more and more of that. Uh did you see Georgia? Georgia's now going to allow booze consumption at their football games. I always thought that Georgia had booze at their stadium because they're just rabid like that. Well, it's a really it's a it's an intense fan base. Sanford Stadium, if you ever go there, yeah, it, it you know you, they're just getting it done in the parking lot before the game, I uh, guess. Because I, I I didn't know this either. There's only one. Can you guys name the one other? SEC, the only now SEC program that doesn't allow the alcohol sales would it be Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt, it's not. It's not Vanderbilt, according to what I'm looking at. Uh, South Carolina, no. no Gamecocks are no, all about. No, the I would hope so. We got the never caboose. Know. We got the. Caboose. I mean, Georgia was surprising. No, uh, all of these are surprising. Uh, let's go with Florida. <laughs> not Florida, Gainesville. You can get tanked. Uh, Kentucky, the Auburn Tigers. Oh wow, do not allow. Oh. But I'll tell you Alabama what, does, but Auburn doesn't. Let me tell you yeah. this, though. Wow. I see a lot of those plastic game day cups in those students' hands there, though, at uh, Jordan-Hare Stadium there. You know? A lot of those, like, you know, those game day drinks. I think Listen, man. I think, we're, I think we're strapping the flasks to us and going. There's no question. But that means you got you to gotta be the college kid with a little bit of the wherewithal, a little bit of the, you know, the, you gotta the willingness have, like, to sneak it around. Well, it's not just easy. You can't go to the concession and... Nah. and well, the SEC girls have those boots. You can just slide. I tell you what, the, the Sundress, a big player in the SEC in those early yeah. season games, you could kind of. I think you could tape a, a flask to your leg. Yeah, you know, kind of wear it that way. Oh, inside, that's been done. They're wearing the jackets, right? They're dressing nice, so you just yeah. put it in like your your suit jacket or yeah. your your blazer. Well, now you're assuming it's jacket on weather. Yeah, it usually is there for the SEC. A recent study showed that conference rival Tennessee made a ridiculous amount of money on beer they in do. 2022. They have one of the largest stadiums in the country. Almost $500,000 per game there on sales. That could buy a couple Ooh. players. Over the course of the season, you're talking <laughs> about over th- over $3 million. So that could buy a few players. That, that can that can get it done for you. So yeah, I think Maybe the, Boston College needs to start selling some beer. Maybe, yeah, I was going to say, dude, maybe the, you can thank the NIL stuff p- uh, potentially yeah. for Georgia now welcoming beer into their stadium. So... Kudos, congratulations, fans, Bulldog fans. I think I think Georgia, I think the Georgia uh, athletic department just got tired of cleaning the stadium. Nothing better than an <laughs> SEC stadium 
after a game, like the next day, we used to work out like at Tiger Stadium. Like we'd go run on the field after the game, kind of the Sunday stretch. You cannot imagine the liquor bottles that are oh. in the crowd when you're when you're jogging. All of a sudden, you look and you're like, oh, because at night you don't see them. Right during the day, the next day there are we we don't have like you know when we go to AT and T, man, that that stadium is clean. The minute we it finish is. the post game show, that stadium is clean. They're dialed. In Not AT&T an SEC stadium. stadium, no. No, the home no, of the Packers. We, no. they know what they're doing. Cleaning yeah, that yeah, stadium yeah. up. Yeah. All right, let's get into the Pim Cup for a Thursday edition of the G-Bag of the Day. Hi, Lucius. Slip, slide, trying to provide. What's up, Doc? Can anybody hear me? Everybody hear me good? Hear you good. All right, cool. Good? Yep. All right, this G-Bag of the Day, and our winner so far is uh, Hall of Fame broadcaster. <laughs> Hall of Fame broadcaster, Chris Russo. Chris <laughs> Mad Dog Russo. Goes off on Dan Campbell, Coach Dan Campbell, Big Dan Campbell, on his fourth down decisions. He's a gambler. If you are a Lions fan, you tell me right now, for the next month, when they get this game played and everything else, the month of February, what are you going to be thinking about? Beating Baker Mayfield or the fact that the Niners did the right? (laughs) My God almighty! Pay attention, Campbell! Jesus, I mean, this is, excuse me, this is ridiculous! And I know we like you, Dan. You're a nice guy. You represent the city of Detroit. Blue collar. Tough. Oh, we get all the nonsense. But manage the game properly. You have a chair. I understand it's a long field goal, 240 yarders, but your kicker's good. You have a very... You got a chance to go back up by three scores, and you go for it on fourth down, and then all the dopes on Twitter are backing you up. The the, the 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 data freaks who wouldn't know Lombardi from Paul Brown. Never heard of Otto Graham. Kenny Stabler. Madden. Wouldn't know him if they fell on him. They do football via math. That's not how you do football. That's not how you do it. It's not how you do it. Not how you Can't do it. Can't win with it. Can't coach with it. <laughs> Can't do it. Yeah. Let me get my vibes right. There it goes. I was listening to this David Bowie. David Bowie. While I was working out today. Change it. Oh my gosh. The filters on his voice. Yeah. That and a lot of cigarettes. That's disco stuff. The filters yeah. on his voice. Yeah. That's cocaine. Yeah. They wanted to sound a certain way yeah. when you're in the club coming out of those speakers. And those filters are rattling around in your brain while you're in the club and you own that drug. Oh my God. 70s were different, bro. They were. They were. You ain't kidding. 70s. <laughs> yeah. You know all about it, huh, Eric? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. What else we got right you here? You survive. Oh, you might like this one, B. Hold up. Oh, man, I'm a David Bowie fan. That'll drive you crazy Z- in the Ziggy club, Stardust? bro. Man. Yeah. David Bowie had it. All right, yeah. You might like this one right here, brothers. By the way, for he's a jolly good fellow. He made us some... What was that meatloaf hamburgers? Well, yeah, I took meatloaf meat, burgers. Meatloaf burgers. I took meatloaf, took the middle out of them to make a patty, and then put mac and cheese on top of made it a bun. That was so, a nice touch, man. Yeah, so I put everything kind of together: mac and cheese, homemade mac and cheese, homemade meatloaf with a sweet Thai chili sauce Delicious. as the glaze. That's amazing. It was yeah. good. Well, thank you. Appreciate yeah, you. Glad you I take it. off my clothes and I'm unrecognizable because of you. Thank you. I appreciate <laughs> it. I'm doing so much cardio because of you. I appreciate yeah. you, bro. You got, Unrecognizable, I I'm am. just saying, though, man, I like cooking so much. 
I got to bring it to somebody. And you guys, I mean, you guys, and you'll be honest with me. Like Carter, Luce, they'll say, man, I wouldn't bring that one back. Or, <laughs> yeah, bring that one back. Yeah. You know, so I that's that, that helps me a lot. I yeah. enjoy doing it. Add that one to the food truck. You All got right. it. You this got one it, right man. here you would like. This is Mark Sanchez. He was on Pardon My Take. I believe it was. And uh, he does a Coach O impersonation. Oh, oh. it's your Coach O. You sure love your Tigers, girl. <laughs> yeah, I'll pose for this photo for you. <laughs> At USC, you mentioned Coach O. We love Coach O. He's the best. Uh, I can't. I, I still can't believe he was he was working at USC for a while. Like he doesn't scream Hollywood, but when he was when he was recruiting no. you, what was he like? What, what was his sales pitch like? Let me tell you, <laughs> you're gonna come to SC. You're gonna be the quarterback. <laughs> now we're gonna win the Rose Bowl. You're gonna stand up on the ladder, hold the sword, the ladder, and after the game, I'm gonna make you some gumbo. <laughs> and I was like. Okay, yeah. sounds good. I'm in. That's a that's a pretty and good then coach. I'm looking at my impression. dad like yeah. I'm like, what the hell is gumbo? And he's like, oh god. Yeah. Like, he was such an intense coach, man. He uh, he didn't mess around. I mean, he he would start every year with just like, hey, like I'm gonna coach you guys hard. If anybody's got a problem with it, <laughs> just rip off his shirt. <laughs> we can fight right now. <laughs> like, <laughs> What an epic story. That's a great yeah. impression. He was a great that, impression. That is really right? good. That, that was really, really good. good. To be a quarterback? Yeah. <laughs> to that be a quarterback? Really good. To be quarterback. an actor, comedian, a broadcaster, you're a quarterback. Yeah. That's oh, great. Uh, allegedly a quarterback. <laughs> that butt fumble. That butt that fumble. fumble. Yeah, yeah, it's hard to fumble. say I'm a quarterback after doing something like that. He should have just gone the Frank Caliendo route of impersonator guy. He'd never have the butt fumble on his resume. Never had to worry about it. a couple AFC championship games. Yeah, yep. and his whole life would have been different. People would be like, man, yeah. you could have been a quarterback, bro. Yeah. You know that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ah, no. All right, anyway. We interviewed him for a pregame show one time. He was really good. He, yeah, he was He great. was really good. Good insight on Dak. Really yeah, good insight on Dak. he was the one that actually Dak. helped Dak. Yeah, he helped Dak Romo. a ton. Yeah. Yeah, he did. You got to have a good personality after the butt fumble, bro. Gotcha. You can't be mean to people after doing something like that. <laughs> you no. got to be nice out here. Yesterday's a church day. I hope you got your blessings. Shout out to my pastor, Pastor Freddie Haynes, and my other pastor, Reverend Ike. Yeah, I'm a confused individual. I need your prayer. That's right. If you know anything about Reverend Ike. Reverend Ike. Uh, we got Bishop J.O. Patterson right here on a throwback Thursday. He cracks a funny but very poignant joke. I hope you can hear it. I really do. Said the lady walked up to him and said, I get that? Yeah. Uh, Reverend, I would like you to preach my dog's funeral. He said, what are you talking about? Preaching your dog's funeral. I'm a holy man. Don't preach no dog's funeral. So go get one of them Catholic priests, or Baptist, Methodist, Lutheran, get anybody. I don't preach no dog's funeral. I preach holiness. So he said, well, sir, I didn't mean to insult you. He said, but I love my dog. And I insured the dog for $100,000. <laughs> And I just, in the, in the will of the arrangements, uh, $2,500 were provided for the minister to do the unity. He said, well, why in the world didn't you tell me he was the Church of God in Christ's dog? <laughs> the logic of the story is a dollar made the difference. How about it? How about it? One more, one more, one more, one more, one more. That minister has a uh, church as a voice for front porch. 
southern front porch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Iced tea, yeah. southern front porch yeah, guy. Yeah, the big old, big old porches. You yeah, can sit outside of yeah. it all day. Telling stories. Yeah. Yep. All right. Who is Steve Diossi? Steve Diossi was a linebacker uh, for the Cowboys and then the Giants back in the day. So that's, I think you're going because Baldy talked about him the yesterday. 80s. Baldy did talk about yeah, him yesterday Bald- being a partier and yeah, whatnot. Yeah. Bitch, by the way, when somebody says, do you like to party? It's totally different to me. Yeah. Maybe it's a generational thing. <laughs> hey, man, you want to party? Yeah. You like to party? Yeah. We're, we're talking Something about. very specific. It's the yeah. fun yeah. stuff. <laughs> you like the party, right? You know how to party. You got the party bags, the party favors. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, yeah, Baldy said he was a hell of a partier. Do you think she a follow? I say this respectfully. Do you think he knows who Steve Diossi was in the moment? I had no idea. Ah! I love you for being honest right there, Chief. I have no I, idea. I, I love it. I looked over when when he said it. I looked over at him like I, I thought you were going to look at me like like give me mouth. Who the hell is Steve Diaz? Uh, now I'm just playing along with the guests. I love point. it. You played along. It's clear because you just can't. You made you gave Steve Diazzi a new nickname. Oh no, Yahtzee. Oh Yahtzee. Oh Yahtzee. yeah, you said Yahtzee. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You did. That you threw tr- me off too. I'm glad you noticed the Yahtzee thing. I was like, what, I, does he know something? Well, I don't you know, the boss had me on the shoulder. And was like, hey, did you catch this? Yeah. yeah. I was like, uh, I had no idea what this was. The dismount on this situation, too, is kind of weird, brother. So don't you sit there and get to laughing too much. Oh, no. (laughs) It got real old man at the end. Hold on. From your playing days, who who do you have the most beer drinking respect for from, like, a teammate? Uh, Gosh, that's good. Um, Steve Giassi back in the day was pretty good. (laughs) Um, He he got so good at it, he had to stop it. Yeah. Uh, Ron Springs was pretty good. Ron he's, he's got a bust. Ron, Ron Springs can throw some tall boys down. There we go. <laughs> feel like Yahtzee might have a bust in the beer drinking Hall of Fame somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 You said Yahtzee twice, oh, wow. too. I thought he said the guy's name was Steve Yahtzee. Steve Diossi. I have no idea who's But I don't know who Diossi is. You didn't know? Okay. I, I stayed silent. <laughs> All right. Fantastic. Thank you, Lucius. Here we go. Is it your two-time champ, Mad Dog, with his rant against uh, data freaks? Is it the Coach O impersonation? <laughs> Thank you, Mark Sanchez, the church joke. A dollar made the difference? Or is it Mr. Yahtzee, the beer-drinking <laughs> legend? Yeah. Um, man, this is Yeah. I'm going to go. Two old men get off the phone with each other. All right? All right. All right, I'm going Coach yeah, O impersonator. Yeah, yeah, what, right. what say you, Lucius? Oh, crap. Oh, that, that was a good one. Oh, yeah, that was good. I'm going with that Steve Yahtzee situation. <laughs> okay. I'm going right. Yahtzee. Okay, two to one, brought us. That's your champ for sure today. Okay, by a score of three to one, congratulations, Steve Yahtzee and the entire Yahtzee family. Coming up next, Krusty's Corner. Yeah, guys, a Florida mom has to make a decision. We'll talk about her next. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.